All right. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of the Nurse Man Dan Show with your host, as always, Nurse Man Dan. <clears throat> so let's go ahead and just get straight into it. Pick up from where we left off uh, on the last episode. I'll give you a quick recap for anybody who hasn't caught up. Um, so the you know the last one I started introducing my plan to fix healthcare, what I would do if I was in control. So once again, <clears throat> just a quick recap. The first thing we are doing with my plan is we are no longer going to coddle patients. That's over with, okay? I've already explained that when you just continue to treat subpar behavior, it leads to weakness, which leads to eventual dependence, which leads to financial loss, which leads to worse health and eventually a quicker death, okay? All right. So that that's the first part of the plan. That's something that really needs to happen like right away. And I don't think it will because, or it, it wouldn't happen right away because we are so, the problem in this country and probably across the world is so much deeper than people think it is. And it just all goes back to what I've been saying that we as a country, as a culture, as the human species have become, uh, what's the word? We've become indulgent. We've become lazy. Uh, we've become entitled for n absolutely no reason. Okay. Like, it wasn't that long ago, like I have said, that everybody, you know, I guess prior to the whole woman hear me roar thing, you know, it was mom at home, you know, taking care of the kids. Dad went out and hunt and gathered, worked and brought home the bacon, right? For thousands of years, that's just how it's been, which is, in my opinion, the way it's supposed to be. But then we start, we start as a population wanting more and more and more and more and more. And we want it faster and faster. And we don't want to have to work for it. That is what the problem is, okay? We have all of this technology, which like I've said, you know, as much as people, you know, as, as much as it's great, some of the technology, it's not being used properly. It's being, it's being created maybe with some and good, some good intentions, intentions, but it's not being used properly by the user. TV. Everybody sits on their ass at night watching TV. And once again, remember broad brush. Okay. Broad brush. Remember, for thousands of years, we did not have TV. So we went to bed and we got better sleep. But now we don't do that. We stay up late at night watching garbage TV, not getting this kind of sleep we need, and then wake up bitching about how shitty we feel. The portion sizes in this country are insane. I can't tell you how many people have asked me 
uh, you know, man, you or told me, Hey, you really should, you should really eat some, you need to put on some weight. And it's like, excuse me, why? Well, you just, you're so thin. And it's like, I'm not thin. Okay. I'm exactly the height and weight I should be for my age. Your fat is the problem. That's why it's difficult for me to go into a store and probably anybody else who's in shape or has a small waistline. It's difficult for me to find clothes to fit, pants and shorts to fit because everything is so much larger now. That right there is wrong. You should, it should not be more difficult for people that are in shape to find clothes that fit them than it is for people who are out of shape to find clothing. What is that doing? That's just encouraging more bad behavior. And people just don't seem to have much of a problem with poor health. And really, a lot of this all comes back to obesity. I know I go on about it a lot, but it's because it is the root of most of the medical problems we have in this country. Hands down. I don't need to look up statistics. I can just tell you because I can just walk out anytime I go and look around. How many people are obese? How many people are overweight? How many people are normal weight? Not a lot. And like I said, it's sad because I have seen nurses who, you know, who've been in the career a while, um, see, they know what is going to happen to these people towards the end of their life. And like I said, from what, 1916 to 2019, a 40-year life expectancy increase. But nobody is living 40 years longer and actually living. They're just there in bed and moving less, but in more pain, short of breath, pissing and shitting themselves because somebody didn't love them enough along the way to hurt their feelings and say, hey, what the fuck are you doing? You can't be this heavy. Your body doesn't want it. That's why you hurt. You know, it's it's not good for your heart. It's, it's not good for anything. It leads to so many health problems. But we don't want to say that because that's why I say it's so much deeper than what people think. Because now, I mean, in 2022, it's, and it's been this way for a while, this whole fat shaming. Like you can't tell somebody they're fat or obese. I mean, I'd rather tell somebody, hey, you're just overweight. Because I feel like saying, hey, you're obese sounds actually worse, you know, and you would think coming from me, I would want to make it the worst sounding thing, but I I don't, I don't want people to be discouraged. I want them to be encouraged to lose that weight, but it's changing. It's, it's now you can't tell somebody they are unhealthy and obese because that's offensive and you'll hurt their feelings. So now We are at, for thousands of years, remember what I said, there have not just been willy-nilly obese people everywhere. It was the extremely wealthy who could afford to eat like that and to not work. That's how people back then got fat. So if 
if life is so difficult in this country and this place sucks so much, tell me how, tell me how we're so fat. How are we so fat if it's that hard? Okay. It's not like there's some new thing. We are getting lazier. Technology is getting better, thereby it's making our lives easier, which is in return destroying us. People's vision is getting worse from staring at screens all day. Weight goes up. Depression, anxiety, divorce, all this bad shit comes from us trying to advance to make things easier for us when we don't have it hard at all in this country. In fact, I think we are a little bit, I think we are way too tolerant in this country of some of the shit that's going on, which is why it's so fucked up here because everybody's scared to say what's, what's up, what's right and what's wrong because they're scared they either lose their job or hurt somebody's feelings when unfortunately I don't give a fuck about feelings. Okay. If, if feelings ran the country Nothing would get done. You get done. I mean, shit gets done and accomplished based on facts and what works and, you know, the end result, not on somebody's feelings. So, you know, we're a fat ass country, unfortunately, for the most part. And that's because we have grown this way to where we can't hurt feelings. We can't tell people what's up. It's a, a doctor it does not, I mean, I'm sure there's physicians out there, but a, a doctor, I, I guarantee you, especially with these corporate businesses buying hospitals and making them run how they want to be the most profitable. I promise you, um, most doctors are not going to go out of their way to try to tell you why being, you know, 200 pounds overweight isn't good for a couple reasons. One, because they're required to get you on the, they're, they're required to make money, to make quarterly numbers. So if they say, hey, I'm not prescribing you shit, you better come back to me in six months and be 20 pounds lighter or you can get the fuck out of my office. We can't say that, right? What do we have to say? Oh, all right. Well, how you doing, Mrs. McGillicuddy? You look great. Okay. Only 8,700 pounds heavier than my last visit with you. No worries. No worries. It's not going to cause any problems. I promise. What's that? Your bones hurt? You can't breathe? Oh no, that must be from the allergies. Like that's what we're doing. And then we give them a diabetic medication. We give them a blood pressure, medic- blood pressure medication. And we say, have a good day. I'll see you next year. And don't forget the average doctor visit in this country is seven minutes. So they're getting them in and out as fast as they can. They're not telling them the truth about what is the issue because they're scared to hurt their feelings or lose their job. I am not that person. I've made patients cry. I've made, I've made patients feel bad about the life choices they've made because I care more about them than any other motherfucking healthcare provider has before. I tell them, and I've told you guys, I treat everybody like it's my mother or father and I'm not going to hold back when it comes to their health. And I also tell them, I don't want hospitals and physicians being in your pocketbook for the rest of your life. I don't want you being reliant on more pills. So everything I'm saying 
is for the benefit of the person, not only medically, but also financially. So the only thing that people, that we aren't doing, or at least that everybody else isn't doing, is we aren't hurting feelings. It goes back to my daughter burning her hand over and over. That's what we have become, a country of providers who treat burned hands over and over and over instead of saying, stop burning your fucking hand. So with this radical, bizarre way we have been instructed that we have to treat people, we we have to treat them with respect even if what they're doing is detrimental to their health, which is going to cost them money, eventually costing their family time and money, eventually costing the country time and money because you spend more and more time in the hospital. I mean, I tell these old people I see all the time that whatever you, stay active every day, but do it in a safe manner. I tell if you fall and hurt yourself and have to go back to the hospital at 75 plus years old, if you get an injury, that's that's it for you almost. Because you're going to end up going back to the hospital. You're going to lay in bed all day. You're going to come out weaker than when you went in. And then you're going to have another fall. And it's this vicious, savage, bullshit cycle that we have become tolerant to. And I don't even think a lot of nurses and healthcare providers realize it. It's just bizarre what we are tolerating nowadays. I heard a statistic that was saying um, something like the suicide rates for not letting children identify or tra- or get surgery to to change what they feel like they should be is is leading to suicide. And it's like, okay, if 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 this has been a fundamental problem f- since history, wouldn't when we go back in time, wouldn't we see? a massive amount of youth suicides throughout the country, right? If this has been a an ongoing issue to where these people were not able to speak out about how they feel and what they you know what they identify as, then don't you think there'd be more young people suicides in the past? But when you go look what is there? You know, almost zilch. It was almost unheard of. It's all new. It's new and it's, it's so bad because we keep encouraging it. I'm not even saying that if I see a shim or a sure or whatever they call a they, an it, it's an it. If you don't want to, I, mean, I don't know what you want to call. You're a man or a woman in my book. Penis and vagina. Vagina. Penis and vagina, okay? That's it. It pisses me off that in the medical records where I work, now we have a thing, what is patient's sex, what do they identify as, and what do they prefer to be called? I can't tell you, when I was in the ER and I'd get people come in with beards, short hair, and, you know, a dick, and they'd want me to say, ma'am, I wouldn't do it. I just don't, because I'm not... It's not because I want to hurt their feelings, but I'm trying to help them realize, hey, do you see the cock and balls sitting between your thighs right now? Sir, you're a man, okay? You haven't, all of a sudden after, you know, especially when they're older 
And then, then it's like, oh, all of a sudden, what, what changed in your life for the first half of your life that you knew you were a man and all of a sudden now you're a female or you're a, a different race or you're uh, asexual? I don't even know what the fuck that means. And we just keep letting it go and go to where now they want to infront, they want to compel us, they want to force us to, to acknowledge false ideas. They want the regular people, we're all people, we're all humans, okay? But they want the people who know how biology works, they want us to be required to to bow down to what these people want. That's just, that's so wrong. I mean, that's right there is pushing on some like boundaries in this country that I'm, I'm kind of, I mean, that's free speech right there. If you're telling me that I could be fired, I could lose my job, I could be uh, held accountable because I refuse to call somebody with hairy balls a man or vice versa. That should be scary. I mean, that's just the first. It, it And people say, oh, it's just a few people. And then it, it will always, always, always continue to go further and further. I promise you, if we continue in the path we are in this country, by the time I die, I'm 34 now. I don't know how long I'll live. You know, like I said, medicine's great. I hope I don't live a super long time. To be honest with you guys, I can't wait for this part of life to be over because I believe there's something after that is so much better than this. There is none of dealing with this kind of bullshit. There's none of this identity crisis issue shit. We have been fine for so long. I don't know where it went, where it went, you know, did it come from Caitlyn Jenner? Jenner? the Olympic athlete who decided she's a female, and you even listen to him. He even talks about the how bad it is for, for doctors to perform uh, hormone therapy and you know, genital mutilation, or genital surgery to, to change their sex when they're young. He even disagrees with it. He even agrees that it's not, that women shouldn't be allowed to compete in men's sports and vice versa. And I'll tell you what, to be honest with you guys, uh, you know, people are cherry picking, okay? That's what it is. People are choosing what they want, but not what they, they choose what they want to benefit them, even if they contradict themselves otherwise. So, you know, uh, what's a good example? Women want all this, you know, the pay gap is different. False. Uh, you know, when you take into account everything that goes into it, maternity leave, um, time spent at work, all these other, it, it doesn't add up. It doesn't, it's not true. There is not a pay gap in this country. What is happening is that the women that are saying this and the people that feel like they are, they are, you know, not getting, they're not treated fairly. They're only choosing what is works to their argument. But then as soon as you call out their dumbass shit, they get all defensive instead of just saying, yeah, you're right. I never thought about that. Perfect example. Okay. Women, you know, uh, they aren't making the same amount of money or, or is a man for the same job or, you know, there's, there's more men in power positions and company. There's more CEO men, which I also think is incorrect. 
in power than women. And it's like, okay, I will give you that. Anybody who's listening, if that was true, I'm not going to say, yeah, that's wrong. I would say, um, I would imagine just because it's a business and you, you, you put people in charge of the business who get the results. So if it's a guy in that position, the person that's running that business isn't going to lose money on purpose just because they don't want to put a woman in charge. That, that would go out of business. They would go out of business because if the person that running that job is a man, it was between a man and a woman, and that man runs it shitty, then they would lose their job and then the woman would get the job. So it's not based on sex. It's based on performance, and that's how it should always be based on. You shouldn't be given extra because you lack, you know, testicles. You shouldn't be given you know, less because you have ovaries, whatever you want to put in the time, how hard you work and bust ass is how you should be treated. I guess I just was raised with what I consider to be common sense. Nothing is free. Somebody pays for it. You can't go throughout life without working unless you hit it big with the lottery or you marry into a wealthy family. And if you do good for you, I have no, no qualms with that. What I do have an issue with is with people who don't do anything to better themselves and then still want to feed off the tit of the people that are working. I do not agree with that at all. I'm not saying that if you can't work because of a medical condition, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying if you have a disease that causes you to be obese, I'm not saying you need to get off your ass and go work every day. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying, like I've said before, I've been a nurse seven, eight years. Very rarely, if ever, other than COVID maybe, have I ever come across a new condition. It's the same shit. Over and over and over. Why in 2022, in the greatest country in the world, with the best medicine, are we so fucking out of shape? Why? Now, with that being said, like I said, I think that we, not not we, but a lot of people in this, I don't even think it's a lot of people. I think it's a very small amount of people that, that, that seem to think it's beneficial to be obese. You know what I mean? I saw an interview the other day where this woman's like 360 pounds and she was in some music video and she was being interviewed and she was like, I just, I wanted to get the word out there that, you know, you can still do stuff when you're, when you're, you know, I'm doing fine. I'm not unhealthy. And the guy interviewing her was like, how old are you? And she was like, well, I'm, I'm 46 you know, and he was like, you're, I, I think he, she was 360. I mean, she was class three obese. And he asked her straight up. He was like, is this, or do you feel comfortable? Are you happy with the way you are? And she said, yeah. Right. So then his thing was this, why is it back a few years ago? I'm not sure how many years ago when they started having these super skinny models, there was this big hubbub about them being unhealthy and anorexic and that 
unhealthy lifestyle choice, like getting into the minds of our young children, causing them to, you know, be bulimic and throw up and not eat and be, because that's what was right, right, right. Why can't we do the same thing with obesity? We should, and I would encourage everybody to do it. Okay. We know it's unhealthy. I can't tell you. I mean, I go to people all the time. Oh, I'm achy. I'm always in pain. And it's like, when you are that large, you're going to be. Your body, our bodies were not designed to carry that amount of weight. We're doing it to our fucking selves. That's why I'm saying it's deeper. It's deep, deep, deeper than just this, you know, it's not this, I don't know what's going on. It's something deeper because I think people, one, anybody out there who is is obese and says that they are just comfortable the way they are, they don't have any health problems and they're just, they're, they're lying to themselves, which is terrible. That's so sad to me. Like that's, that's really like sad to me. If somebody is obese and they have convinced themselves that that's how they would prefer to be, that they're healthy when it's just a lie. Okay. We know it is, but we don't say anything. I mean, I do. Which is why, here's, here's the next thing to my plan. I'm sorry it took so long to get into it, okay? So because I think most adults, you know, like I said, I think the people that I'm seeing now that are 60 plus years old, I think, you know, they, good luck, I guess, kind of thing. Um, it's the people my age that I think would benefit a lot from starting to really hear what I'm saying and take responsibility for their own health in life. But then if you really wanted to fix healthcare, I think the best way to do it would be to start with our children. Okay. These, these adults that are, you know, are, are, are obese and have given up and are past the point of return, make them comfortable. Let them do whatever they got to do. I don't care. Whatever. It's, it's almost a lost cause because they've been failed by the system for so long that it's, it's not, they're not able to come back. So what do we do? We start with the kids. We start incentivizing healthy behavior. We quit paying for people to go in and out of the hospitals, keep quit paying for their drugs, quit paying for their hospital stays, quit paying for their food, their rent, when they don't do anything for themselves. Once again, anybody out there listening, I am not saying the people that have conditions to where they cannot work. Okay? I'm not saying that anybody who gets injured or is born with a condition that is not able to physically perform a job, I'm not saying those people should be on the street and die in the cold at all. Let's take care of them for sure. What I'm saying is stop taking care of the people that are taking advantage of you and me. That's why it's so hard for you to get a doctor's appointment now. That's why your health care, your bills are so expensive. That's why you're not getting any better. And that's why they keep making more money. So, after I, uh, you know, put into effect the no more coddling rule, 
however I word that, it's going to be kids. It'll be, you know, kids born as of whenever the plan starts and up until they're 18 under the guidance of their parents. Let's have some responsibility for your children, parents. If your child is other than a little chunky when they're a baby or they have a condition, your child, by the time they're six years old, should not be obese. I should not see a 200-pound 10-year-old. And you just go out and look around at these little fat-ass kids everywhere running around with their fat parents like that's a bad parent. You know how I know? Because I'm taking care of their parents in the home. I'm cleaning their draining wounds out of their legs. I'm the one having to apply cream to their rashes in their vagina areas and near their testicles and in their ass because they're too fat to clean themselves. I'm the one having to go down there and do that. Not their kids. And then I'm going to be the one that has to go take care of their children because they were, not only did they not take care of themselves, but they didn't care enough about their children to make sure they lived a healthy life. And I don't want to hear, oh, but it's so expensive to eat healthy. Okay, when I say eat healthy, I say, I tell people consistent quality sleep, a decent diet, okay, and activity every day. I don't, I never say you can't have a a fucking Mountain Dew. I never say you can't have a piece of chocolate cake. What I say, though, is you can't sit on your ass all day and eat 3,000 times the amount of sugar you should have on a daily intake and then expect to live healthy. Absolutely not. So let's start incentivizing families. Government incentive. If you go to your yearly checkup and your kid is, if you if your kid stays in the weight that we know medically is safe, don't dumb that shit down. Don't say like they're doing with the grading average that some state a 24 and below is now an F because all we're doing is making it worse in the future. We keep lowering our standards so that more people can succeed instead of holding ourselves to a higher standard and holding the individual accountable. Because we've become this coddling nation of easily offended Nancys. And it's fucking everything up. Okay? Now, anybody out there who's listening and has chunky little kids, okay, you might be upset with me for saying your kid's unhealthy. So you're probably upset with me for telling you the truth, right? Your kid's fat. Okay, I love your child. I love everybody. I don't want your child to have ass craters the size of, you know, grapefruits when he's 34. I don't want your, you know, daughter or son to have a stroke before they're 40 or a heart attack. I want your child to be able to take care of you when you get older because that's how it should be. Our parents bring us into this world and we should see them out. But like I said, we have just become such a selfish, that's what I'm saying. I can't, I'm, I'm almost, I can wait, I guess, 
I mean, it would it would be sad, like for my family and for my daughter. But if tomorrow morning I was driving to work and got hit by a car and died, I'm so confident that what happens after we die, if you play your cards right, if you did the right things, that it's so much better that I could care less. And then people will say, well, that's selfish. What about your family? What about your daughter? What I'm trying to tell you guys is that I believe there's a heaven and a hell. And I believe heaven is absolute utopia for everybody. It's absolutely perfect. Okay, so why the fuck would I want to stay here any longer than I have to? Where we just, uh, it, the just the level of, um, of just shitty, bad behavior, of poor choices, of indulgent, of the seven deadly sins. I mean, gluttony. Isn't that one of them? Sloth. Eating and not doing shit. Deadly sins. What happens when you don't do shit for your life and you eat all the time? You fucking die. Sooner than later, and it's a painful death. So, back to the, you know, starting with the kids. Set it up. You have your appointments. If they, if your family, or the whole family, if your whole family comes in, remember like I said, in my healthcare plan, it's under the taxpayer dollar, but any U.S. citizen that will have the availability to get health care provided by the taxpayers, okay? We have to pay taxes. We all live here. Shit's got to get taken care of. Somebody's got to pay for it, or we live in a shithole. We live in like a third world country. Somebody has to pay to keep the place nice, right? So I am willing in my plan, I am willing to take taxpayer dollars to pay for health care. To everybody that's willing to work for it. So you come to my, you know, you come to the practice and your family after their yearly checkup, everybody's within an ideal, you know, weight. If everybody's within an ideal weight, there's, you know, a thousand dollars a year per person at the end of the year. I don't know what the number would be. Maybe more than that. I would do more than that if I could, because I know how much it's going to cost down the road when they are overweight in and out of the hospital. It's about a grand to go into the ED and see a physician, even if it's for bullshit stuff like I've seen all the time, to get your fucking ears cleared out, cleaned out. $700 to $1,000, that these people aren't paying, you're paying. That's done in my plan. That will no longer happen. I will turn people away from the emergency room all day for stupid shit. Now, I'm not saying that everybody goes to the emergency room goes because you know, they don't have another choice. They, a lot of people can't go see their doctor for a year because it's so fucking flooded with people who haven't taken care of themselves. And now we're paying for it. Now you're paying for it. It's only going to get worse until we make foundational changes in our mentality with the way we treat our lives. I think people take this life for granted which is why people live the way they do. They just do whatever they want willy-nilly without any consequence for what could happen to their body in the future because they've always been treated with medications. Instead of, you know, I can't tell you when I was in the ER, there was a, a college up the, the road from us and I used to get these loser-ass students in there that would come in after a night of boozing because their tummy hurt. 
and you'd get the mom and dad come in with his little, you know, six inch pink shorts on the dad and a, a sweater tied around his neck in summertime and the mom coming in and I'm like, how you doing, ma'am? And she's like, I'm a shim. And I'm like, oh, sorry, sir. How you doing? And he's like, hey, I'm a sure. And I'm like, all right, are y'all married? Uh, that's my partner. It's like, what the fuck are y'all doing? This is why your son or your Sherman is in the hospital for a tummy ache because he drank too much because you raised him like a little bitch. Let's stop that shit. Okay, you're, you're causing harm to your children. When you just say, you can be whatever you want, you can feel whatever you want, or, or at least you can act on it, and you and if you don't agree with something, then you can bitch and moan enough until they have to change it to make you comfortable. Like, no. Like, there's things that are just fucking obvious to me that we don't need to be tolerating. Why are we spending money to make Okay, so it's starting now with trans, you know, if I identify as a female, I can go in there. If I identify with a, a male, I can go in here. Have we thought about the people that go into those restrooms? What about the women? What about the little girls that go to pee or the grandma that's in there? What about her feelings when she's trying to drop a deuce and fucking Tony walks in? You know? Oh, but I, I'm a woman and he's got a beard and balls that hang down to his kneecaps. How about her feelings? Because we're letting this guy go into the woman's bathroom to piss because of how he feels and just totally avoiding how the other person feels that's been using that restroom their entire life. It's been that way. It's been that way for everybody. Like I said, we would have, we would have history of youths committing suicide all throughout history due to this. If this was a, an issue that's been going on forever and ever, it's not, it's not, it's not. We have just become less, less fucking realistic. We are just living in this fantasy world where people think they can just not work, get what they want. Uh, everything's free. I can eat and do whatever I want. And then bitch, when things don't go their way or when they're hurt or when they're 40 and they can't work. So now they're unemployed and they have a shitty life because they're on a limited income and the rest of their life, the next 50 years are going to be them in and out of hospitals and medicine because we decided to just accept their feelings. No, absolutely not. It's wrong. It's immoral. 100%. I mean, I, I guarantee you if right now, if, if you put out a thing on the news that said, uh, attention U.S. citizens, from now on when you go to your provider, if you maintain a healthy weight at the end of, you know, during your yearly visits, you will have an extra $1,000 check sent to you. You think anybody in any shape is going to say, fuck that shit, I don't need that money? Absolutely not. What's going to happen, I'll, I'll tell you what would happen. And it should happen. And that would be part of my plan is I would be very strict. If I say you better lose 20 fucking pounds before I see you next year and you come back and you've lost, you know, 19 pounds, that's strike one. Okay. You get another chance. If you do not meet those weight requirements, the next visit, you're off of the free taxpayer government health care. You can take your ass over and waddle to 
somebody else where you can pay out of your pocket on top of anything else for your healthcare to treat your shitty life choices after being told over and over what you need to do to live better. In my healthcare, in my country, my healthcare plan, you, you either live healthy or you don't and you pay more for it. I'm not going to continue to charge the rest of the people in this country that go to work, that take care of themselves, that don't drink themselves to death, that don't eat 30 donuts a day, okay? And that get some sleep. I'm not going to keep punishing them. That's fucking retarded and immoral. So you you incentivize and it starts with the children because then you, you like I said, people my age, I, I don't know what's going on with people my age for the most part. Like I, I, some of the stuff I hear people say that are my age, I just, it seems so abnormal, you, you know, especially like when COVID came out. A friend of mine was just, you got to go get your vaccine. Dude, come on, man. Man, the doctors know. And it's like, dude, you're a fucking idiot, man. Doctors are people. And now you look, there's all this shit coming out. All of this shit coming out. Data coming out about we don't know the long-term effects of the vaccines. We know that people are getting the, va- or the, the, the virus after booster shots. But there's still encourage. There's still work places that require us to do shit that we know doesn't fucking work because nobody stands up and says, shut the fuck up. Remember Joe Rogan took a huge hit when he was talking about that ivermectin or whatever it was, which is a drug that's been used forever. It wasn't anything wrong and it worked for him, but all these dumbasses out there who can't think for themselves literally can't think for themselves. They're fucking idiots. Just see the news and think that anybody who's a physician or on TV just knows what they're talking about. We should know from watching TV that most of the time these people don't know what they're talking about. But we've become such a drone robotic population. Nobody's required to think for themselves. You can pull up your Google box on your phone and find out anything instead of using common sense. Everybody's fucking offended. And, and life is easier than it has ever been for us. And yet we complain like it's the worst it's ever been. Just a bunch of self-entitled, ignorant, lazy people that are destroying this country. And healthcare. So once again, you incentivize healthy behaviors. You incentivize good health good habits. You do not continue to pay for people to make bad choices. We should not continue to let people who commit crimes go. I don't know if y'all saw this person in New York got arrested. I'm not even joking. It said, I want to say 20,000, something like that. Above 15,000. I want to say it was like 19, 20,000 Pills laced with fentanyl that they fucking let go without bond. Each one of those pills could kill somebody. Your child. My daughter, if they got a hold of it somehow. And we just let them go. I don't get it. Which is why, you know, I'm so passionate about wanting this shit to get better. But I just don't think it's going to. 
I don't think there's enough people with the feelings that I have. And I know there's a lot of people, maybe not quite as strong, maybe because they haven't thought about it like I have, maybe because they haven't been in the field and seen actually what's going on. But there, more of us need to stand up and stop being worried about the repercussions, okay? Like if we just continue to roll over and accept this bullshit, it's only going to continue to get worse. Which is why I also said I, I don't I wouldn't be surprised if the end times were coming. You know, let's let's you know, let's not reward hard work. Let's encourage sedentary lifestyles. Let's make, I mean, let, we're just taking comp, let's no more gym in school, no more PE because kids' feelings are getting hurt because their parents let them do nothing. So then when they get picked last in a basketball game and they go and cry about it, now there's no more gym class? Like, fuck it. What happens when that dude goes out into the real world and his boss says, hey, I need you to go move this shit. And he says, I can't do it because I get short of breath. He says, well, on your application, you said you could. So now you're fired. What's going to happen nowadays is that you'd go to that boss or you go get a lawyer. And then that lawyer or that, bo- that the employer is going to get sued for a hate crime. Be- right? Because we are just tolerating this dumbass shit. And I'll tell you what's happening. It's happening because... The, the government, we, I want little, little, little government, get the fuck out of my business, right? Stay the fuck out of my life. I'll pay your taxes. But other than that, you don't need no shit about me. Stop this big government stuff. That's what we left in the first place. Ran by the people. But we got, you know, a Catholic president right now who, you know, who's 80 something years old uh, and then has decided in the last 10 years or whatever that, uh, you know, that, you can identify, we should be able to accept, it's like, you know, identify as whatever you feel like. Like, I'd love to ask him, hey, when did you decide that a woman could have a penis, President Biden? Could you explain that to me? What in, this, in the 80-something years you've been alive, um, when did you decide that women can have penis, penisia, penis plural? See what he says. He'd probably shut, he'd go in his little stroke symptoms. That's mean. I shouldn't say that. He's somebody's grandpa. He's somebody's father. He's somebody's spouse. You know, I wish him the best. Um, I don't think he's making the best choices, but, and he's being pushed around. Let me run this place. Okay. I promise you everybody is going to dig my shit because everybody is, there is no more of this. You get credits because you're purple. You get extra points. You get the job over this person because, you know, you're from Jupiter, even though this guy's way better at the job or this woman or the shim or the sham, whatever the fuck you want to identify as, you know, let's go back to being competitive by nature. Let's encourage competition. That's what produces growth and advancement, not fucking you know, saying, no, 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 that you, no competition because you're going to leave somebody left out. That's the, that's the, we're just in the start of the end of this place. And once again, guys still have not heard back from anybody to answer any of these questions. Like, why is it like this? Why can't we change this? I was talking to my dad about it the other day, you know, 
Here's the new, here's my plan, dad. Uh, you do what the doctors say based on scientific data that says, uh, being obese is, is not good and you don't do it. Then you can go pay for your own fucking healthcare. And then when you can't afford it and you pass away, unfortunately, like I said, there will be a lot of death in this country. Not as much as COVID at all. But the reason COVID was so bad in this country, the reason there were so many deaths in this country is not because of anybody's uh, reaction to the virus, not because of any policies. It's because everybody's so fucking out of shape. That's why I'm saying it right here on the Nurse Man Dan Show. We had it so bad in this country because we are the most out of shape. That's fucking sad to me. Everybody else just wants to look around and what, who can we blame? Who can we blame because I got COVID? Instead of saying, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm super overweight and I don't do shit. And now I'm sick all the time. Well, duh, you would be. Somebody who exercises daily, gets good sleep and doesn't treat their body like shit, doesn't get sick that often, if ever. That's fucking crazy, right? It's been like that forever, forever and ever and ever. And now all of a sudden we're supposed to just accept the opposite? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, I think that's it for tonight. I'm on call and it's, what is it? It's like one fucking one fifteen in the morning. Probably get a call as soon as I hang up and it'll probably be something. Oh my God. Do I really have a text? It, it'll be something ridiculous. It'll be some, some person who has a condition brought on by their own shitty choices, who continues to make bad choices, and because we coddle patients, I'm going to have to go out there tonight and do it for them, enabling them to continue making these bad choices because they know somebody will come. But I'm telling you guys, physicians are getting out of healthcare. Nurses are getting out of healthcare. People aren't going to nursing school. There's going to be a provider shortage in this country sooner than later because we're fucking tired of it. Like I said, I'm just, I'm done with hospitals, money, money, money at the expense of us and expense of your health. I'm tired of, you know, me going out of my way to get stuff done. And then because they can't, the patient's, because we have to baby them so fucking hard, most days my schedule gets fucked up. Not because of me, but because of them. And does do we hear from my management saying, hey, listen, guy, he texted you. You weren't there. He went by the house. He called you. You weren't there. He's not coming back out. Right? We don't hear that. On Monday, I was I had nine or ten patients on Monday. That's a that's a lot, I think. Maybe it's not for any other home health nurses out there. Nine or ten patients. And um, I went to one lady, called, no answer, texted, no response, went by the house, knocked on the door, rang the doorbell, nothing, right? Waited, do-do-do, left. And it's, she was like my seventh or eighth patient, so I had two more, right? So I'm leaving, and I get a call from the office like 45 minutes later, and it's like, hey, they were just wondering uh, when you were coming by. And I said, I, I was there. I called them, I texted them, and I went by the house, knock and rang. Nobody came to the door. The car was there. I don't know where they are. Maybe they went to the hospital via ambulance, right? So I'm already after, I'm already going to see another patient, and it's after my time I'm supposed to be off. 
So I, I, I say, hey, uh, is that like the on-call nurse job now or something? Like I, I did my part. I went there. They didn't respond. And I was told, no, I have to go back after hours to go do this. I'm done. I mean, healthcare is about to lose another nurse, seriously, because I told you guys, you know, I, if I have to continue doing this, this, this is an unhealthy lifestyle, home health nursing, straight up. Over the past few weeks, I've gotten the worst sleep ever. I don't know what I've done with my life for the past year. I don't know. I, I don't even really know what I've done with my daughter because even when my daughter is here with me, I'm always having to do something for work. I mean, we manage every little detail of these adults' lives. Of alert, cognizant adults, we've got to manage when their appointments are, you know, when can they shit on themselves? I mean, can they piss? Do they know how to urinate? Are they taking their meds? You know, are they eating? Stuff that any adult should know how to do. We have to do all that. And then you've got 25, 30 patients and you've got 40 things on each of them you have to monitor. How much shit is that every day? I'm done with it. And plus, I don't, there's no improvement. It's always, and we get these repeat offenders is what I call them. These repeat offenders that continue to just not take their meds, fucking lick a salt lick all day with heart failure, and then fucking wonder why they can't breathe and have to go to the hospital. And now I've got to go back out there. No, no, no. Not in my healthcare plan. Three strikes, ma'am or sir. And that's all it will be in my healthcare. Sir or ma'am. Man or woman, boy or girl. There won't be any other shit. Anyways. That's um that's part two of the healthcare plan that I have. Um let me see what else y'all have to look for look forward to. No more BSER visits. Let's see. Um top five killers. I'll go to that at some point. Um Insurance is the devil. With uh, yeah, we already know about that. Um, anyways, that's it for the night. I will uh, talk to y'all soon, and we'll finish up my my plan maybe in the next episode. All right. Um, I'm not trying to be harsh on you guys, on anybody listening. I want the hospitals. I want the insurance companies. I want the pharmaceutical companies. Those two, especially the pharmaceutical companies and the insurance companies. I want them to suffer because you're in better health. I'm so sick of them fucking thriving off of us in worse shape. And that's all it is. They continue the the insurance and I've given you the examples. Insurance sets you up for failure. If they know the best treatment for you is D but you've got A, B, and C also that could work, they will make you fail A, B, and C before you get to go to D. I saw a man lose one toe, and it went like that. They said, you can't have hyperbaric therapy until you fail home IV antibiotics, and then if you fail that, you have to fail wound vac therapy, and if you fail that, then you can have hyperbaric. This man, somebody's father, lost one toe in the beginning, and they kept fucking denying him hyperbaric this man lost his whole fucking foot in six months one toe to his whole foot now he does not have a foot because these bitch ass insurance companies made him fail everything else knowing hyperbaric would have been better why 
because then he has to continue to pay, 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 pay. They keep making money and now he doesn't have a fucking foot. It's, I'm done. I'm done for the night. That's it. Um, I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, get your sleep. Sleep well. Stay off the booze. Do something tomorrow or today active. Get short of breath. Go outside. Breathe in the fresh air. Instead of watching two hours of TV at night, why don't you go call a friend or a family member? Talk to them while you clean the house or go for a walk. Instead of wasting your time watching stuff that probably is bad in the first place. You're probably watching one of those desperate housewife shows or one of the real housewives of who the fuck cares with their plastic surgery and fist fighting each other, you know, and bitch about how shitty their life is when they're driving away in a Rolls, Royal, Rolls Royce. There are United States military veterans homeless on the street suffering from PTSD from war, from combat, from killing people and seeing people be killed in horrific ways. And instead of taking care of them, we're looking at the dumb whores on TV that you know, sleep with half a basketball team and we look up to them. I don't. The Kardashians. A bunch of stupid fucks who've made a shit ton of money off of their dumb and poor lifestyle choices. And we just continue to feed it. That's it. Sleep well, eat well, be well. Say your prayers. Enjoy your evening. I will talk to you guys soon. Good night. Hey there, guys and gals. I really appreciate you guys tuning in and listening. I would appreciate it more than you can imagine if you could share this show with everybody you can. I am just trying to get the word out there so that more people are aware of what's going on. So if you don't mind, share the episode, share your favorite show, share your most hated show with somebody. I don't care. Let's get the word out there. I'd really appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much.